Hi, my name is Roman Supreme, and uh, I'm generally known for as a person who's running for president. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello! Welcome back to another episode of Bleach Rants. Uh, sitting on here to my right is the uh, one and only Jay Colantoni. Uh, yeah. Hi. Hey, brother. Oh. How you feeling today, my, my friend? Are you like... Um Randy, the Macho Man Savage. No, baby, baby, I'm just preaching the Bleach Rants. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I've been thinking about no, doing gotta, that all day. Too bad we didn't have a camera on because you had to see him doing the whole thing. He was literally... I got the hair bouncing. Yeah, and his, <laughs> his yeah. knees went up in the air, and he was like... It was Woke exciting. Woke up everybody in this building. Yeah, it was, it was good. You know, I'm out of breath now. Whew. <clears throat> so, Jay. Yes. How you doing? I'm okay. Yeah? tired it's a special day today isn't it it is a special day what, what kind of special it day is it? dean's birthday today yeah i'm as old Yay. as jesus was when he got crucified um yeah yeah that's right huh yeah you know if you believe in fairy tales oh, the same age as jesus was. god so uh i guess that means i'm gonna get crucified this year and you know what i'm okay with that yep and i'm gonna bang the first nail in <laughs> wow what is that about pontius pilot over here did i get that right uh yeah pontius pretty much pilot he's the one that condemned him, he right? sent them to yeah. yeah what a dick well you know he didn't understand he was forced to do it by the public he oh. didn't understand why they wanted to crucify him and you know you know, um, Jesus Christ Superstar tells the story very well, I think. Oh, that's a, I thought that was like a parody movie. No, Jesus Christ Superstar is a, I thought was a Jesus, play. I thought Jesus Christ Superstar was about a basketball player. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't no, that's the, Basketball Jones, dude. No, no. Wait, basketball Jones. Didn't Ray Allen play Jesus something something? I don't know. He did. Jesus Christ Superstar is about. The story of Jesus Christ, and it was a, a, a rock opera, actually. The music's the, really good, isn't it? What was the one uh, that came out like a decade ago that was more serious? I have no the idea. The Passion of the Christ. That was very good, actually. That was before Mel Gibson came out as an anti-Semite. Did he direct that? I thought so. Yeah, I think he wrote and directed, directed it. No, I think he did it over. Uh, no, I thought that was an original. Was it a book and he turned it into a movie? I don't. I, don't I love know. how I, we just talk out of our ass so much on this show. I know. I, I we just like, but I do we just like. I'll bet like fifty percent of what we say is actually. Factual. But I actually saw the movie and I liked it. A lot of people. We're like the Trump administration. It. What? We're like the Trump administration. Why? We just don't do any research. We come into the show. We just start blabbing. Oh my god! Nothing's factual. Just off the seat of our pants. Yeah, kind of like CNN. Maybe. Maybe. Speaking of which. Yeah, well, all right, so today's show, um, 
We got we got a lot on the table today, Jay. So um, I wanted to to start off um, by by mentioning uh, your birthday. Happy yes. birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Thank you, buddy. Did you like that? That was beautiful. That low note killed me. Did you like my beatbox? I did. That worked out very well. Yeah, probably is going to... Bet, I bet everyone has stopped listening. <laughs> at this point. No one's left. Um, so on today's show, we're going to talk about... Uh, Really, the, the meat and potatoes. This, of this is one. really good. I, I like. I like this, this a lot. one. So, as all of you know, uh, the, the Democratic primaries um, are underway, and actually, the debates tonight, isn't it? Yes. And uh, <laughs> wait, is it? And Bloomberg's actually showing up for one. Is that tonight? Yeah. Oh. Um. <coughs> so we're going to talk about uh, fringe. I want to know why a Republican is going to a Democratic uh, debate. Well. Trust me, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not super high on Bloomberg. You know, my biggest gripe with Bloomberg, since we're going to talk about it for a minute here, um, everyone piles on Trump for the comments about women, the misogyny, and it's valid. You think? Yeah. Maybe Bloomberg's on the same shit, and he's been caught. Like, Listen, he never said grab him by the pussy. Well. <laughs> But really, he's been caught on recordings, like saying disparaging things about women. Yeah, he has. Um, women he works with, you know, saying very like overtly told, sexual things. Told a woman when she told him she was pregnant and she might need help, you know, with, with on the job. Mm -hmm. He told her to kill it. Not yep, that's right. Yeah, and like you it's know, messed up, dude. Yeah, but like it's the, it's just funny because like Democrats are so quick to you know harp on these things that Trump's done, and again, it's valid. It's not it's not okay. Um, no, but I feel okay. like they got to hold, hold Bloomberg to the same standard, no? No. No? I don't think so. You don't think they should hold Bloomberg to oh, the I same I think they standard? should, yes. I thought you said, I don't think they're going to. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I, I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the stop and frisk thing, again, like, regardless of how you feel about it, it's not a democratic platform. No. And not like, at all. Uh, you, know, you know what that's about, right? Yeah. He supported stop and frisk? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. His record is iffy. And honestly, man... I'm not totally comfortable with another billionaire buying the election. Me either. I just like, I, we're going to do this again. And him and Trump are friends. And I think that one of the theories that I, I don't really believe in conspiracy theories, but one of the ones that is intriguing anyway, is the thought that Bloomberg is running to become the candidate because he's Trump's friend. And that he's trying to basically shield Trump from like someone like a Bernie Sanders. Actually, another rumor I heard was that they, uh, Played several rounds of golf all the time together. Yeah, and there's and a he, clip of them whispering to each other, "You know, I love you, bud." Well, something also that he like lost a couple years ago. He lost a big bet playing against Trump, and Trump won. And this is his way of trying to get back at Trump. So it has nothing to do with him being president or a political move at all. Yeah, I'm really not. He's comfortable just a douchebag. I'm just not comfortable with him. I don't, I don't get the appeal. I don't understand why we want another he can teach you how to farm. billionaire to be. Yeah. Oh, could he? Where, where did he farm? In what Medford? What the fuck? Did he grow up in fucking Medford? What the fuck was he farming? I don't know, dude. When he made that comment, I was like, what the What was he farming fuck? in Medford? Fucking methadone? He's like, he's like, oh, all you have to do. Well, let me see if I can do his voice. 
Yeah. I'm Michael Bloomberg. Can you, can you I'm a millionaire. President Bloomberg. <laughs> President, listen, <laughs> um, we're going to stop the Trump train, and I'm going to put... Uh, I hope we don't offend anybody, but I'm sorry. I I well, just... I mean, like, well, who are we offending? I, I mean, just, another thing, too, like, so many people are so on board with I would Bloomberg. Love why? Because he spends money on ads? No one's seen him big on Big fucking stage. deal. He hasn't been a part well, of that's the why he, he doesn't have a platform. He hasn't had any sort of, like, public... Well, they, they actually changed the, the, the DNC, changed the... The um, uh, the what do you call it? The, rules. The rules. No, he didn't. He qualified legitimately. He had four polls above ten percent. In 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 the beginning, when he first he offered he this is the oh sorry this is the best part he offered them three thousand dollars a three hundred thousand dollars a shiny penny <laughs> <laughs> no three hundred thousand dollars and he and they declined because they considered a bribery but what? then they changed the rule. About him donating that money, and that's how he ended up. No, it's not. He he. The the read it, bro. Jay, but Jay, I don't know about the form, the previous debates, but this one that's coming up this. No, week, no, no, not this debate. He didn't. He wasn't in any other debates. The, he wasn't in any debates at all. This I is know. before he became he to to become a candidate. Well, there's nothing stopping him from becoming a candidate. You read the rules. Well, it's very right. interesting. I don't have enough information to really speak to that. Right. And I'm not talking on my ass either. I'm okay. honest. I'm, well, be, I, I'm being honest. Re read it. It's very interesting how you become a candidate to yeah, go. Yeah, I and mean, look, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's he's basically. Bought his way. He's bought his way here. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just outspending every other candidate. Yeah. And like, you know, this one. Was he it? I heard uh, Buttig Buttigieg. 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 Yep. What about him? Buttigieg. What about him? <laughs> I heard he's backing out now. No, dude, no. He just did a town hall today. What are you talking? Was it? Was so? It's not a rumor. I mean, it is a rumor. Yes. It's not okay. All right. I just I I heard backing through the grapevine. You could argue he's the front runner right now. Well, um, Bernie's the front runner. Well, Bernie has a ceiling. So they won't. We'll see. They won't give Bernie any credit. So I'm uh, not that I like socialism. I'm just saying. I, I'm on. I'm yeah. I I, I we've talked about this. I respect Bernie because <coughs> he's consistent, because he's passionate yep. about it, and because his heart's in the right place. I don't. I think he genuinely does care about well-being for all. I think he does honestly. Um, I don't think his, I don't I, think his platform is feasible. I would like to see Bernie would destroy Bloomberg, man, in this debate. Well, like, Bloomberg is a clown. He is totally, and he he's not a good talker. He's, that's why he's spending so much money on these ads. No, he. Hi. You, you, so, you, for me. so all you have to do I have money. is you just take the seed, you dig a hole, you drop the seed, and you cover it with dirt, and then you water it. Anybody with any gray matter at all could actually <laughs> could actually grow something in the ground. That was pretty good, right? That was good. Nice, man. I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, he did legitimately qualify for this debate, but that's like a, that raises another issue with me. Like, he qualified because he got 19% of the vote in the latest poll. So he had four polls above 10%. Right. In the latest one from Monmouth, he had 19% support nationally. Yeah, he, he hasn't said a word yet. No. Who who is the 19%? That's what I'm saying. Is he, like, buying delegates? Who the fuck is the 19%? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if you ask me right now, like, do you support <coughs> Bloomberg as a candidate? I would say I don't know because I What's haven't seen on? Bloomberg do anything yet. What's he running? I know he's running on I gun think, control. That's one of the things I mean, he's running historically, on. Historically, I I think he's a prick, but I haven't yeah. seen him on stage yet. So I don't know. Maybe maybe no, he's the best candidate ever. I don't fucking know. But how can nineteen percent of people say? When's that start anyway? Is it tonight? I didn't yeah, even know it is that. tonight. Oh, a birthday debate for me. Yeah, there Yay. you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it because fuck that shit. Why? I like watching. Uh, I it watched them after the fact. I don't watch it. Live. It's kind of funny. Yeah, well, it's pathetic, really. Um, I'm on Team Klobuchar for now. 
She's going to have her own uh, town hall meeting on Fox uh, tomorrow. So I've hitched my wagon to hers briefly. I don't know if I'm going to stay there. Uh, I do like her. I, I like that she's a moderate. I think she's the only legitimate moderate in this race. Right now, um, she seems to be the only person that's making any sense. Yeah. And, I, and you know, uh, I supported Liz Warren early on, but like she I quickly do like, lost my I do support. Like, I do like uh, Tulsi. Yeah, and unfortunately, she's not going anywhere. No, but I like her too. She's she's pretty uh, she's pretty legit. She's pretty she's pretty moderate. She's yeah, cool. Well, and she was you know she served. Yeah. Um, and she's you know she has she has it right with foreign policy for sure. No, I, I, I get actually America like her. out of these fucking wars. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Oh, because she's well, actually, she's still in the military technically. Yeah, she's on inactive yeah. duty, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, in that vein. Uh, we're going to go down in a different direction and talk about some uh, a select few of the literally hundreds of fringe candidates um, <laughs> that run uh, during these Dude, election cycles. Dude, this shit blew my mind. Now, we've isolated five specifically, but I have a bunch of honorable mentions. We'll read through <coughs> those. Um, Super Tuesday is March 3rd, yeah. and we're going to do a Super Tuesday special. Um, we're going to come up with some sort of like round-robin tournament. We're going to have the uh, undesirables primary election. Uh, and, and we're going to go through and, and see if we can get some of our friends to, to call in. in. Yeah. That'd be uh, awesome. So so look forward to that. But in the meantime, uh, today we're going to run through some of this. Uh, actually, before we get started, so do you remember, do you remember Carlos Mencia? Carlos Mencia. He had a show on Comedy Central. He, he, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Very Spanish dude. Yeah, yeah. Really liked the Latino jokes. Um, I saw him. He was on a commercial recently. And it just it reminded me of how much of a fucking hack job this guy was. And, like, I remember he lost his show because he ripped he ripped off Louis C.K., which is funny. Really? Now, isn't it? That he ripped off jokes from Louis C.K. Louis C.K. called him out on it. And eventually, Carlos Mencia like just kind of faded into obscurity, but he showed up in a commercial the other day. What commercial? I don't remember what the product was. I saw like the tail end of it. And it's like, do you, re- I just remember like watching his stupid show and every one of his jokes was the fucking same. Right. It was always like, like Latinos versus white people. <coughs> yep. Like I was in the supermarket the other day and I saw this gringo and he didn't know the difference between a melon and a papaya. White people be stupid. Did he have like? It wasn't it like he was like his stage thing was like a junkyard or like and yes. there was like a yes. fence and yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it had a theme. The show name was something like that. It was like Carlos Mencia is a junkyard or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but like every when I first saw me was funny. It was like the most kitschy fucking yeah. humor. That was everything was like white people be stupid. Yeah, it was. But when I first saw him on the first time that show came on, I thought it was funny because it was different, right? But then like. Every single time he was on, you're right. It was the same shit. It's over the same and over. shtick. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking episode. Yeah. It's like white people go to club. They think they can dance, <laughs> and they end up doing their version of the mariachi dance, and they look like they have a stick up their ass. White people be stupid. <laughs> Literally every fucking joke. And I don't know. I just, I, dude. I, I it sounds like him. it sounds like a cross between like yeah, a kind French, of French and, didn't it? and Spanish dude, man. Like, <laughs> so I was driving home doing this voice practicing for the show, um, and I kept skewing over into French, and I yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I got the white people be stupid thing down. Yeah, that's that's. That's totally him. I should I should like do stand up comedy and <coughs> literally make that my punchline for every single joke. White people be stupid. White people be stupid. Oh, it'd be cool. It would it would be cool for yeah. about six minutes. No. 
Um, you know, white people are stupid. Well, comedy. Jim Carrey uh, was in the uh, new Sonic movie. Yes. He played Dr. Robotnik. Yes, he does. I haven't seen the movie yet. It looks really, he looks, it looks good, man. He looks good in it. Yeah, he does. Um, I don't, I don't really know about the viability of a Sonic movie. There's really not a lot of meat on that bone from a story perspective. Well, I think they, here's the blue they, hedgehog. He runs they, real fast, but they fixed it. Well, fi- they fixed the animation. Yeah. We Sonic talked about it. Fucking nightmare. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Sonic had human teeth. Yeah. Which was really fucking weird. And he had these like really beady eyes. So they did fix and he, it. And his head was skinny. And he was like six feet tall. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. yeah. He was like a, he looked like Gumby. Uh, like I was, I, we Gumby just didn't get teeth. it. Yeah. He was, he wasn't like small. So they did fix that. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen <coughs> the movie yet. Uh, I probably will. Sorry for coughing. I'll probably pirate it at some point. Um, great. But did you hear about Jim Carrey in the news? I did. So Jim Carrey, I guess in the movie, Sonic has a bucket list. Mm-hmm. That's like a theme of the movie. He was asked by a reporter, a female reporter. Um, Several, actually. Well, the way the way they do this is that like he sits in a chair on a set, and all day long he has all these different reporters come in and interview him and basically ask him the same fucking questions. Yeah. So I'm gonna play the. I think clip. he got tired actually. Well, I'm gonna play the clip. So this is was an interview. This is just a snippet from an interview with the female reporter on, I believe, an Australian television station. Um, that might be wrong. I, I think it was either British or She's very attractive. Yeah. So here's what Jim Carrey said, and then we'll talk about it. After all you've done in your career and in your life, is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's it. It's all uh, done now. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Uh, <laughs> Just own it. Uh, okay, I'll own it. So that was the whole, that was a clip in its entirety. And, and, and I think you know where this is going. So people jumped on that clip on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter exploded, saying that basically what Jim Carrey was saying was that he wanted to have sex with her. Yeah, it was the Me Too Me Too group that jumped on now, that whole fucking thing. Again, almost like the, I actually took it like he paid her a compliment because she's very attractive, joking. and he was playing with her because Jim Carrey never says anything that makes yeah, fucking sense. Never, yeah, that yes, he's a mysterious man. Yes, but I also think if you listen to the context of it, right. He says, I'm done now. So unless he had sex with her in that moment and she didn't know about it, he was clearly referring to the interview. Right. They took the, the joke was they took the I'm done now as meaning like what could that he had like he, he had, had sex, sex with, her? with her right then and there. But mind sex. <laughs> I just I just mind fucked you. <laughs> but like it doesn't it so it's so fucking pathetic. So dude. that same day, I don't have this clip. We were listening to it before the show, but I didn't think it was worth. (laughs) Wait, hold on. The sad part about this is here's Jim Carrey. Yeah. Who I I like Jim Carrey, but a lot of times I think he's an idiot. Well, he is an idiot. But he's an idiot on purpose. Yeah. He's a mysterious, weird, quirky dude. He is. And that's his image. That's his persona. Yeah. And he was answering the same question all All day long. long. And actually, right before he went on with this woman, he gave. He was asked the exact same question, and his answer was, <laughs> he wanted to become a mango tree. No, no. Before that, he wanted he to wanted, explode in a ball to explode of light. Explode into a yeah. ball of light. So, like, he's not giving a straight answer to no, this question. Never, because it's a stupid fucking question. First of all, like, what's on your bucket list? Like, how lazy is like, that? It's question? and the thing about Why that is, everybody is, asking him that question. Well, like I started to say, the stupid thing about this whole thing is, he's being interviewed. For a fucking PG movie, 
Yeah. Not even PG movie. It's a fucking, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a fucking game, right? It's a gaming movie. And he's being asked these stupid questions because it is part of the movie, the bucket list thing. But he's being asked these stupid questions all day long. It's like, what is on your, now, not for nothing. If somebody asked me what was on my bucket list, I don't know what I'd say to them because I don't really plan on fucking dying at this point. I mean, even if they're trying to be serious about it or not, it's a fucking, it's a movie about a fucking game. Yeah, it's a hack job fucking question to begin with. Right. It's a lazy, stupid question. Like, why would you ask you him this? Wait till I'm the Jim Kelly. Right? Like, what do you want him to say? Seriously. I want to go on a hot air balloon. Like, what do you, what do they expect <laughs> him to fucking say? <laughs> like, he's, he, I mean. Dude, that voice kills me. I, like, I want to go up on you. I want to touch the stratosphere. <laughs> Like, well, I don't understand what they expect this man. To, I want to actually turn into Sonic the Hedgehog and run across the countryside. Like, so he gives, like, this joking non-answers. I'd like to be an actor. Yeah, imagine like, I'm going to continue to act and yeah. I'm going to I'd die. like to be a thespian. <laughs> I'm going to be a thespian until I drop <laughs> dead of old age. Like, really? Like... but. Really, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take I it that it, way at all. at all. Because like he said, I'm done now. Which obviously, and if you watch the clip, it's and, even more stark because his his he has a smirk on his face the whole fucking time. And the thing was, is it was a compliment number one because she is attractive. I don't think that's what he meant though. I don't even think he meant attractiveness. I think he literally was like, for you to interview me. But she took it. Because she said, I don't know what to say right but now. She, she kind of blushed. Way. She kind of giggled. And that was fine. And she didn't. And she hasn't come out and said shit about this yet, which because I don't think she's gonna because well Jim Carrey's publicist came out after this and he was like infuriated. Yeah, like what the he was fuck like what the fuck doing? is wrong with you people? Right? He's like obviously he meant the interview was on his bucket list. Right? Obviously, um, and like you know the Me Too movement again at its heart, it's a good thing. It is. You know, a lot of disgusting people have been rightfully, finally. Uh, served justice mm -hmm. right like harvey weinstein did he get weinstein he got one day in court there's a lot more to come i know but i, I don't I, think he got a sentence they, yet. they they were deliberating 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 they were deliberating uh yesterday was it yeah. right yeah so that's just on one charge i mean there's a lot more that was the rape charge the yeah. two rape charges yeah, yeah. and then He's like such a you know kevin maggot. spacey like deserve even like louis ck like I don't think Louis C.K. is as bad as everyone made it out to be. It's still gross. And, you know, it's still not normal fucking behavior, obviously. No. Um, now, you know, it's funny because there's some people in work that are like, oh, come on, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, let me show you my dick. I said, how you fucking I, respond I, to I said, that. Oh, like, it's okay. like, it's, obviously, it's not okay. Right? I'm like, it's not fucking okay. Like, I don't think he deserves to have his career literally ended over it. But, but he did come out and say... Oh, he, Basically, he like, said, yeah, dude, I no, did fuck it. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I did it, I don't give a fuck. Well, uh, I think he quickly decided he had to give a fuck. Well, yeah, but I, but my point to that was he he admitted it. Like, he, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't try to say, oh, I didn't mean that, or I didn't, you know. But, you know, the point I'm trying to make is, like, sometimes... And, and the, here's the best part now, right? Jim Carrey, he's right. That last sentence that he said, I'm done now. Yep. He's never going to do one of those interviews again. Well, he's probably going to be hesitant to fucking, you know. Because because he's every fucking thing he says now, he's a sexist. Well, this is where like a good thing can go too far. And like this so uh, there's two examples of this that stand out to me. 
where the Me Too movement has targeted somebody where in like kind of like dragged their name through the mud when it obviously wasn't deserved. Right. So Jim Carrey's the first one. The other one was Aziz Ansari. Do you, do you, did you hear about this? No. So Aziz Ansari, um, a woman who went on a date with him, wrote an article about the date that they had. And in the article, she said that they went on a date. Oh, I do know this. And they went back to his apartment. Yes. And he started to make sexual advances. And she said no. And he said okay. And she put her clothes on. And she left. And she told somebody that he rejected her or something like well, that, right? He, he, well, in the text messages, he texted her. And he said, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't make, mean to make you feel uncomfortable. Like, Sounded really, to me what like it, it was a gentleman. It, it sounded to me like what happened was this woman <coughs> went on a date with Aziz Ansari. He read the cards wrong. Right. Tried to initiate sex. She wasn't interested. He did the right thing and said, all right. Called her a cab. She left. Yeah. But like people jumped down his throat saying that it was like improper sexual well, behavior. What she, like what, how, what's improper? What's improper that? sexual behavior? Like what are you supposed to, if you're Aziz Ansari in that situation, what are you supposed to do? But what she kill wrote, her? but what she wrote about the whole thing too, really. That was a joke. No. Don't yeah, kill don't, her. Don't, don't. Jesus. Jesus Christ. No, but what, what, what the whole thing was is what she wrote too. And what she said that he, he basically. Well, the way she described it was so innocent. But she said she the the way I remember it is she said something like you know well he didn't he didn't find me attractive or, yeah well and I'm sitting there going that but happens, you man but you I you, think I think denied if I remember correctly ass. I think what she said was like he came off as though he didn't have any real interest beyond sex yeah but like okay he didn't do anything improper he did what I would hope any like moral person would do in that situation where they exactly, would say, exactly, all right, hey, you know, I respect cool. that yeah, you don't want to have sex. That. Like, let me get you a cab. And then to like text her afterwards and say, hey, I'm really sorry. Yeah, that said, that I'm that sorry happened. I made you feel uncomfortable. That's a wasn't my intention. Yeah. Like, but see, I, chivalry's dead, dude. Well, yeah. I, it, I'll give you an example. No. I'll give you an example. I held a door for a woman the other day. I. That's me. That's the way I was brought up. I hold the door for men as well. <laughs> that's how I was brought up. I don't. I don't slam doors in women's face. No, no, no. no. That's where I was brought up. You know. I, so you know, I don't. I don't walk in the door first before a woman. I hold the door open. That's the way I was brought up. Yeah. And this lady, fucking toned me. Toned? Yeah. She just turns around. She goes like this. She goes, you know, I could have opened the door myself. Oh, that's cool. It's like, Jesus, relax. And I looked at her and I went, yeah, you could have, but I just figured I was trying to be a gentleman and allow you to go ahead of me. And she goes, she goes, well, gentlemen, you're not. Well, what if And I do? She I held the door for you. But I'm such an asshole because I turned around and I was like, oh, okay, then, hey, go fuck yourself. How about when me and, and you I were walked in, away? How about when we were in Wegmans the other day? What, what happened in the Wegmans? The carriage. Oh, that lady. So me and Jay are in Wegmans, which, by the way, this is becoming a little bit of a theme on the show. Yes, <coughs> Jay and I do domesticated <laughs> things together. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sometimes Jay and I just go to the supermarket yeah, we together. We go to Bed Bath & Beyond. We go to Beyond. BJ's together. Yeah, it's fun. We go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, just, hey, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go to Wegmans. You want to come? Yeah, sometimes we just, we just, we're like a husband and wife. Wegmans is cool, man. Yeah, it's Place a great awesome. store. So we're... Now, I'm not going to give a physical description of this woman because it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be mean. Uh, let's just say that. Don't say anything. All right, I'm not going to say anything. Um, 
So me and Jay are standing there, and, and we're in an aisle, and it's crowded, and there's a woman in front of us, and then she's putting stuff. She's in putting her, stuff in her carriage, yeah. and there's an empty to one on our the left. Side. There's an empty carriage, and then behind the empty carriage is a woman and her mom. It looked like her mom. A woman who looked like Braveheart, and her mother. <laughs> and we're standing there because I thought that the empty carriage belonged to one of those two women. Yeah, we didn't know who because there were four people in three carriages. Yeah. So I thought. Technically five people. That's right. The lady in front of us. So there were five people in three carriages. But we so knew the lady in thinking, front of us had her carriage. Yeah. So I'm just like, obviously, this, I'm just, we're just no, waiting we're patiently. We're talking, waiting patiently. Like, let her fill her. So this woman fucking barges through. And, and, she goes, and she goes, don't worry, I'll move the carriage. Yeah. And she like fucking like shoves the carriage out of the way. And me and Jay are like, what the fuck? fuck like yeah like we were supposed to do that for her like oh i'm so sorry so te- so technically chivalry isn't dead with her so yeah. <laughs> yeah. apparently neither are fucking meatball subs for breakfast i was just like what the fuck and and, and like that bothered both of us because we just kept talking to, about it the whole fucking time. well because we, we didn't it didn't dawn on us right away what happened i was like does that aimed at us yeah and you were like yeah it was and I'm like, what the fuck no we didn't act on it like we were just standing there waiting because I thought it was her fucking carriage. It's like, relax. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, anyway. <laughs> she the- looked like Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> um, she needs with a blue streak down her face, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I, I just hate to see these movements, which are powerful and valid and necessary. For the right Get undermined reason. by... Like this cancel culture, for lack of a better word, it's like if you're if you're accusing everybody for everything, then you're really kind of taking the spotlight off of where it needs to be, right? Which are the actual criminals, the predators, and, and deviants yeah. that need to be like held responsible for their actions. Like Jim Carrey isn't someone that the Me Too movement should be targeting. I mean, no. his whole career, he's been a good decent guy he's a philanthropist i mean he's a quirky dude but like who doesn't who would ever think that jim carrey had nefarious intentions and i think i I think with jim carrey too like you like you said he's a very strange guy kind of but i think that that's a reason the reason for that is he leads a very private life and he wants to keep it that way yeah well he had a warehouse in new york he was painting remember that oh yeah 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 like lived in a warehouse yeah yeah and he was just releasing these weird fucking paintings but they were awesome yeah they were cool and like you know, he grew a long fucking beard and he became like a recluse. Yeah. He's probably going to run for office someday because that seems to be what people do when they get old and crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's a seat and have a that cabinet. used to be filled by Al Franken. And have a cabinet full of um, animals. So he'd be like the pet president. Something tells me that Jim Carrey's not going to have a... Oh, live animals. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like, like taxidermy you know, Oh, you know, like pet detective. Oh, like Ace Ventura. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Because he was, he was Ace Ventura. Yeah. In that movie. That's what I meant. That was, uh, yeah. All right. I fucked that. By the way, the best scene in that movie (coughs) is when he comes out of the bathroom and he hits the pocket and the water goes up and then he goes, you don't want to go in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was thinking of the scene when uh, he goes to the the party, like the elite party and he's dressed in like, just like his button up and khaki shorts. Yeah. He's got the Hawaiian shirt on. That's when he went to the bathroom. Well, no, no, some woman like, or or that someone calls him out on it or whatever. And he grabs the man 
that looked like the Monopoly guy. Yeah, yeah. And he puts them around his shoulders and he goes, la la dee, la la da, la la dee, la la da. And then he stops and he shakes his head and he goes, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> and then he throws them at the woman. He was wearing it because she was wearing fur. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, let me wear him as if he were a fur coat. <coughs> no. That's a great movie. I love that movie. And I love The Mask. Yeah, of course. The I mean, Mask was the brilliant. Best, dude. I mean, did you see the second Dumb and Dumber, the real one, Dumb and Dumber 2? I it was bad. I didn't they like the first one. Well, the first one has charm. And like even if you don't like it, it's still like it's still like a it fits well in the Jim Carrey pantheon. Although the um But like the new one was an absolute fucking disaster. When he when he when he had the uh the um X-Lax situation. Yeah. That was that was What are you hilarious. doing? I'm shaving. Yeah, he's just shaking <laughs> the toilet thing and then he's just throwing the pipes <laughs> out the window. <laughs> uh Wow, you're turning red. <laughs> that was really good. Thanks. He even does that at the end I like know. that. Wow. <laughs> For someone who didn't like the movie, well, the you best part the of the movie. I died. I, I like I like poop humor. Oh, you I can't do. Help you like it, fart jokes. I programmed a fart onto the board, but I think I deleted it. Oh, you, dude. Yes. Something really fucked up happened today at work. Right. right let's hear it. <clears throat> I'm not allowed to tell you where I work. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're standing there. And there's these two speakers. I won't tell you what they are. Um, and a guy comes up and he's like, hey, I was wondering if you could help me. I'm like, sure. What's going on, right? And all of a sudden, dude, my boss, another employee, and my friend Connor are standing over here. And all of a sudden, out of these two speakers, ready? Oh, my God. Dude, I, all I thought was you. I go, is, huh. D- is Dean around? Does he have that fuck <laughs> thing that he? The elf. Dude. No. Why would that why would that come out of those speakers? Did someone connect it to him like via Bluetooth? You can't. Hmm. It's Wi-Fi only. Hmm. It was it was I, I died laughing and the customer was he he cried. He was like, that was hilarious. Yeah, I would have been fucking <laughs> I mean, beside myself. It was pretty dead, but I mean it was that was really funny. Kind of makes it better if it's like silent. Well, that's what it was. I was like, what can I help you with? And it was like <laughs> 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 We don't sell those here. So. Um <coughs> So yeah, uh, I forgot where I was going. Okay. That. Anyway, Me Too movement. Don't attack Jim Carrey. Come on. Yeah, leave Jim him alone, man. So do you want to get into some of these candidates, bud? Yeah, let's do it. So the first one is a guy that's very popular around here, specifically because he uh, at least lives in New Hampshire now. He he might not hail from New Hampshire, but um, my fr- uh, Ian, who hosted uh, episode fucking 30 whatever 34 maybe um has drank with him in nashua what yeah so uh you didn't tell me that yeah i well i didn't i didn't want to ruin some of this so vermin supreme is uh a, a perennial candidate for president um he wears a boot on his head yes he does uh it, I, it, I like this guy it's definitely a parody campaign but he's it's parody but he legitimately runs yes so like this guy, he's very well-spoken, like to the point where it's impressive Dude, how well-spoken he is. I listen to some of the stuff that he talks he's about. He's the best. And I really like, I, I what? What okay. happened? No, I'm just no I just, I really like the whole thing. I, I can't ruin it. I, I don't want to spoil Well, it. all right. I'm going to go over his policies real quick, and then we'll play a clip. It's my favorite. So mandatory toothbrushing. <laughs> Uh, to combat the moral and oral decay of this great nation, President Supreme. Can you imagine President Supreme? That, that's the rules. It's like from uh, Idi- Idiocracy. Yeah. Remember, wasn't that his name? 
Was it? It was uh, the guy played by uh, uh, Terry Crews. It was. Was it President Supreme? I think it was. Hold on, I got. We got to look this up real quick because that's important. That's awesome. Like, I wonder if that's where they got the name from. Um, Terry Crews, Idiocracy. Camacho is President. Camacho. President Camacho. Close enough. Um, so President Supreme. No, but um, what was it? Was there was a movie with somebody the supreme, the supreme being or the supreme. Well, ruler or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a few of those. No, but it was a recent movie. But whatever, go ahead. Was it was it the parody about North Korea that they made with Seth Rogen? Was that it? I don't know, maybe. Anyway, so President Supreme will sign a declaration of war on plaque, and citizens will be required to submit to regular inspections of their gum lines. Yes. I know a certain person who would love this. Me. Uh, yes, but also my hygienist and friend, Lisa. Oh, that's true, yeah. Who, uh, actually, now that she hears this, I wonder if she's going to cast her ballot for Vermin Supreme. <laughs> can you write, write his name in. in? Yeah, you can write him in. That would be awesome. Is he running again? Yeah, he's running again. That fucking rules. <laughs> Even if he wasn't running, you can write him in. Uh, zombie power. Yes. So, Jay. <laughs> yeah, baby. It is vitally important to Vermin Supreme that we all ensure a beautiful and healthy world for our ponies into the future. Now... He mentions ponies because the only entitlement program that Vermin Supreme believes in, the only government entitlement, is a free pony for every American. That's right. He's, yep. yep. Uh, in order to do so, President Supreme will do away with widely used sources of energy that are detrimental to pony habitats. These sources will be replaced with infinite and renewable zombie power. Zombie power. Which I uh, assume it's making like zombies like... Turn the wheel, wheel, man. Yeah, Turn the wheel. Generate hydropower. <laughs> Um, this one's my favorite, hands down my favorite fun centration camps. There will be no wall. Instead, there will be a large moat dug around every newly erected official vermin supreme fun centration camp and pony ranch. This water feature will be known as the lazy river, uh, the border lazy river and immigration checkpoint. I like this so guy. He's going to dig a moat along the border. He's going to fill it with rafts. And it's going to be called a Funcentration Camp. Yeah, because it would be fun to enter the country. I love him. <laughs> po- Ponynomics. Vermin Supreme will grant wishes by implementing the absolutely free Federal Pony Identification Program, also known as AFPIP, AFPIP. Nice. The first step of this program will be to make ponies very small. The next step will be implemented when tiny ponies and universal pony ownership has, has been achieved. Dude, could you imagine, like, right now, if we had a little a pony. little pony on our desk just cruising around? Dude, can I? I want that world. Like, I would totally dig that. It's like not like my little pony. You know what I do? I put him on a tech deck. I think it'd be dope. Remember tech decks? Yeah, the little skateboards. Yeah, you'd ride that around my desk, and you just like you know get a little poop scooper. Yeah, just brush it away. Yeah, brush it away. Come you on, know, feed him little tiny. People think you know. I I like this guy. Little sugar cubes. Come yeah, here, right. Pony, come here, boy. How cool would that be? I'd love it. I brush his mane. Right? Like I said, not like My Little Pony. Like, this is a real legit well, pony. I'm glad you mentioned My Little Pony because one of his biggest contingencies, um, one of the biggest, I'm sorry, one of his biggest groups of constituents and the source of a lot of his, like, positive media coverage on, like, Reddit, et cetera, are bronies. Do you know what a brony is? No. So a brony is a uh, male uh, My Little Pony-obsessed individual. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, who dress who dress up in cosplay as My Little Ponies? Okay, I'm not happy about this. And they really, really love Vermin Supreme, and they are a huge reason why he's went viral. 
you want to hear a clip? Yeah, let's right, hear let's a clip. To Berman, let's, I, let's hear from a man's I mouth. like I like all his other policies. I'm not crazy about the bronies. Okay, here we go. Hi, my name is Vermin Supreme, and uh, I'm generally known for as a person who's running for president. I'm a friendly fascist. I'm a tyrant that you should trust, and you should let me run your life, because I, too, know what is best for you. He sounds like Tom Feeney. When did I become a meme? I would say it was probably, it started on December 19th uh, last year. It was at the lesser known candidate debate. Um, I'm uh, asking you right now, are, do you still stand by your pledge made in 2008 to provide a pony for every American? Yes, I do, sir. Free ponies for all Americans. I do. It gave a, a dandy performance, <laughs> uh, and people it seemed to very much resonate with the with the people. But that very night, I glitter bombed. Uh, had the pleasure of glitter bombing this is uh, homophobe and uh, fetus fetus fetishist Randall Terry. Uh, uh, Jesus told me to uh, make Randall Terry gay with magic sprinkled up. This is during a debate. Okay, thank you, Mr. Supreme. Wow. And it was that night after I had sprinkled the magic fairy dust on him to turn him gay, uh, Jesus having told me so, um, my friend Jimmy had shot that because uh, I was able to bring a few people into the audience that night, and we put that out on the internet uh, as quick as we could. And that went out um, in the tens of thousands, maybe. <laughs> uh, but then by the time that C-SPAN eventually uh, ran the actual I picked up, picked up a lot of uh, very exciting and interesting and new constituents, um, and there the bronies, uh, the uh, fans of the My Little Pony series have been amazing in their support for my campaign. Um, they have generated much of the fan art that has uh, <laughs> come out, uh, a lot of the posters, a lot of the pony graphics, because they really seized onto the whole uh, Free Pony for All Americans promise. And. Um, They've, uh, they've been great supporters. I wanted to follow up on Ambassador Shoemaker's question. Yes. Regarding the ponies. Um, yes. Is that <laughs> starting a debate. the only government entitlement program that you support? What other entitlement programs are you for? Just that one. <laughs> That's awesome. Just, just that one. Just the matter of factness of it. Yeah, just, just the ponies. That's all. I love him. I, I think he's awesome. love him. I think he's awesome. So much. So... It, it, it kind of got lost in that clip a little bit. Do, is anybody, does anybody know why he wears a boot on his head? I don't know. He's never really, He's never really talked about it. Why the fuck not? It's he probably dope. has. It's I'm a sure dope it's boot, out there somewhere. And it fits him great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why. I wonder how he balances it. Like, it's I think perfect. It just, I think it's just, just on his really? head. Like a hat. It looks dope. Um, So it kind of got lost in the clip a little bit, but I want to explain what happened there. So Randall Terry is another like unknown candidate like a fringe candidate they had they have a bunch of debates including one that's on c-span it's called like the unknown candidate debate or like the fringe candidate and it's debate. it's televised yes um during the debate vermin supreme called out randall terry who's a homophobe um in a fe fetus fetishist what that's what he was calling him now i didn't read into that but so, if you right, take so that at face value, he admits that he's a, homo, I, I, a homophobe. Well, homophobe meaning, yeah. Well, he's like anti-LGBT. Oh, okay. Um, All right, okay. So what Vermin Supreme did was um, he brought fairy dust with him, and he ran up to Randall Terry. And he glitter bombed him, and he glitter bombed him, which is awesome. And he turned him gay, quote unquote. <laughs> 
What happened to the guy? Did he freak out? I don't know. I didn't watch that. I'd clip. like to watch that. We clip. should find yeah. it and watch it. We'll do that on on uh, on uh, Super Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we'd have to include Randall Terry if he's still <laughs> if he's still relevant. Um, so he calls himself a libertarian. Um, Fascist. Yeah, but he also called. I love him, that. I think he's more like an anarchist. No, no, I know, but it was just funny the way because you know he's not. I, I'm your favorite fascist. Yeah, it's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> And then uh, his last his last notable uh, platform is uh, kangaroo courts. So Vermin Supreme will redefine crime as any act that disagrees with, denies, or otherwise opposes vermin's enforced freedoms, including but not limited to traveling without your pony or not flossing your teeth, and any act that causes harm to another person or people. Wonderful. So you have to travel with your pony. If you don't, you will be arrested. If I had a pony, I would travel with my pony. Yep. Well, you'd have to, or you'd go to jail. I like it. Uh, so yeah, that's Vermin Supreme. Um, if you're interested, write him in. Um, he'll definitely be part of our Super Tuesday roundup. Yeah. Uh, he's actually part of the front runner. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm honest. I'm gonna cast my vote for him anyway. So I'm gonna skip a little bit. Although there is one that I might uh, switch over to, and uh, is he on this list? Yes. Okay. We'll we'll get to it. <laughs> I want to go off. Uh, I want to go off script a little bit here because I found this guy at the last minute. Um, this guy, I don't have any sound. I couldn't find any because I don't think any exists. But his name, his legal name, Jay, is President R. Body. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this guy. So that's his actual name, yeah. okay? Um, he is wildly Catholic, like out-of-control Catholicism. And so when citizen, when, when candidates register <laughs> to be candidates, they have to register with, um, like, you know, whatever the the government watchdog is and they have to answer a bunch of questions which then get which then get put into their platform on like government sites including citizenscount.org which like kind of aggregates all of the platforms of the candidates right. so i'm going to read you president r bodies answers to a couple of these very important uh important policy questions okay yes should the u.s impose additional sanctions on russia in retaliation for its aggressive action in syria in the ukraine President Arbody's answer. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. The moment I step into office, I will sign the proclamation acknowledging the truth that the United States of America and the state of Israel are one country, and together we shall inherit all nations which include Russia. Love is peace. Elect President Arbody, 2020. Watch God move. So, in case you missed oh, this, it. This dude actually is going to run in 2020. He's running. He's running now. He was actually... I found this guy because he was on, first of all, he's a Democrat. Figure that out. Um, he what? was on the Democratic ballot in New Hampshire. He was at the bottom of the list. It said President R. Body. He got 0.02% of the votes. Wow. Um, and I found his, I'm like, there's no way his fucking name is President. That's his real name. That is his biological first name, President. He was born for this. This is but, great. So this answer says that he's going to inherit all nations. So every so he's going to inherit the earth. Yes, he is God. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, is he look, meek? Is he meek? Well, it says in the Bible, the meek shall inherit the earth. Oh well, I which I, it really is about insects and other weird creatures. Um, man, there was one in here that is just absolutely incredible. It's it's like some of these are just the best. But all right, here's a good one. Should the federal government allow student loan payments to be reduced based on income? Answer. 
The federal government under my administration will begin to pay salary and benefits to American students. Why? Because we, the government, derives our just power from the governed, and we should pay for that power, invest in that power, which is the men's of our American students, and these mines are the real infrastructure, means, power, supply, so no more student loans. Okay? <laughs> Question mark. Wow. Elect president in our body. 2020, watch God move. Watch God move. Watch God move, man. Dude, so would you call him Mr. President or Mr. Body? Mr. You'd call him President President. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, presidents go by their last name usually, so. Okay. This is the best answer on this list. We're going to just say that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this one. We're going to move on with our lives. Should the federal government do more to combat climate change by providing subsidies for renewable energy? His answer repeats the question, should the federal government do more to combat climate change by providing subsidies for renewable energy? It is not economically feasible for our government to provide subsidies for renewable energy. For example, to plant one solar farm in each of the 50 states would cost U.S. approximately $24 trillion United States dollars, and not to mention the fact the solar farm will only provide energy for a limited space per each state, and we are not going to begin to speak about windmills, hydro plants, etc., Elect president in our body, 2020 watch card move. Wow. I have no fucking idea what that's supposed to mean. Uh, apparently he's not for any of that. But he's a Democrat. But apparently he's not for any of uh, that. This, I mean, Jay, if this doesn't tell you that any man in this country or woman or, uh, I don't know, marsupial. He looks like could a wrestler. run for president. I don't know. Oh, wait, he's a Republican. Oh, he's he, a Republican. But he's not on the Republican ticket. Maybe he was a Republican. But there's no but primary. If he's running now. I, I I don't know, man. You got me. Interesting. So yeah, we should call him. Oh man, does he have a phone number? Yeah, he does have a phone number. Should we get him on the show for Super Tuesday? <coughs> Dude, you think he'd show? Dude, if we made it out to be like legitimate, he would. We have to get no. <laughs> President R oh body on the show <laughs> for Super Fucking Tuesday. Jay, are you serious? I I'm not kidding you. Tomorrow. I'm hammering this man, and I'm getting him on the fucking show. We're going to have President our body on the show. He has seven children. They're all going to be on the show. Oh, my God. He's, he's, well, he kind of looks like George Foreman. He does look like George Foreman. He kind of looks like George Foreman. Maybe it's like, George Foreman's son. He's like a sleepy-eyed George Foreman. Yeah. <laughs> Box-eyed George Foreman. I love it. Wow. So that that's my little aside for uh to give president. That will be interesting if he yes says yes. Oh man. I mean like you gotta figure if you're president of our body, right? No one's voting for you. You're no one. Come on our show. Like you'll get a few, uh, some people like I mean, even if like a thousand people listen to the show, it's, that would it's be a hell dope, of a lot dude. more than whatever the fuck I mean, he's I had, doing now. He has interesting answers uh for the Twilight Zone. We should just but, um, I would just interview the like we'll just pull some of these questions down and ask him his friends' answers. Yeah. Maybe we can debate him a little. No, I don't want to do that. Why? I don't know. He's scary looking, dude. Oh, but you're a Republican. So is he. I'm not I'm not saying that negatively. I'm saying it like I feel like I'd be the one doing most of the debating. <coughs> Although, I don't know what the fuck his answers line up with. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, for the Twilight Zone. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play my favorite clip ever for my favorite candidate of all time. Unfortunately, this man retired in 2015, but... Who is this? A lot of you will know him because he made headlines. Oh. Uh, this is Jim McMillan, uh, who started his own party called the The Rent is Too Damn High yeah, Party, the, Jay. The Rent is Too Damn High. 
I represent the rent that's too damn high party. People are working eight hours a day and 40 hours a week to some a third job. Women can't afford to take care of their children, feed their children breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My main job is to provide a roof over your head, food on the table, and money in your pocket. This is politics as usual. Playing a silly game. It's just not going to happen. The rent too damn high movement, the people I'm here to represent can't afford to pay their rent. They're being laid off right now as I speak. They can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Listen, someone's stomach, chill, child's stomach just growled. Did you hear it? got to listen like me. Okay. Let's Mr. talk McMillan. about the issue. Mr. People can't Mr. afford Mr. to Cuomo, pay their rent. 30 seconds for you, sir. As a karate expert, I will not talk about anyone up here because our children can't afford to live anywhere, nowhere. There's nowhere to go. Once again, why? You said it, the rent is too damn high. Thank you, Mr. McMillan. What a great ending. He's awesome. This guy is he the is. fucking He's awesome. best, man. And, and like, he drops the mic so hard at the end there. He just like, he, that rhyme. Because why? Did you hear the crowd? Yeah. Goes, because why? And he, in the clip, high. he puts his hand up to his ear. Like he's a wrestler. He's like, you know why? Well, That's pre- right. You like said a preacher. Because the rent is too damn high. And not to mention, like, he has a backup career as a preacher or as an auctioneer. I love you the fact it, he, he had to make it a point that he was a martial artist. Oh, he goes, as the only candidate up here knows karate. Which is like. <laughs> what is he, fucking Dolomite? Right? Like, he's Dolomite. He's do- <laughs> Basically, this was Dolomite running for president. Um <laughs> He has the jive of Dolomite, dude. Dude. And he has the mutton chops, and he had that fucking yeah, mustache. He's, he's, yeah. I love this man. No, he's cool. He's awesome. I and mean, you know what? I agree with him. I do, too. So that's the thing. He's making sense. <laughs> he made a lot sense. of good points. He did. I mean, he made them very quickly in, in his own Somewhere, somewhere, way. right now, a child's child's stomach is growling. Can you hear it? Did you, you hear it? Did, did you hear, hear a child's <laughs> stomach growling? Did you hear it, everybody? Listen, real close. I like him. I like him, too. Um, it's real close between him and... Uh, well, unfortunately, McMillan retired, but we should still include him. In our Did roundup. he? Yeah, he retired in 2015. Oh. He actually sold the rights to the party. We should get him else. on the on the party. Oh, I would fucking die. I wouldn't, Jay. I would be a puddle if I had Jim McMillan on the <coughs> Yeah, he's kind of like a celebrity. We dude. could probably get Vermin Supreme. Let me work on it. I wouldn't know what to say to these guys. Uh, Vermin I'd... Supreme would run the show. Yeah, he would. Vermin Supreme would take over. Yeah, he would. We wouldn't need to do anything. I want him in studio. I'd like to see him debate... Uh... President uh, Arbod. Uh, oh, Jay, Jay, my heart. <laughs> How cool would that be? If we could get two of these people to debate each other on our show. That would be. I'm going to work on it. We got two weeks. That'd be tremendous. I'm going to see what I can do. Because they're both running. And one of them's a Republican. And the other Robert one. Supreme's a, he's an artist. Yeah, he, we don't know what he is. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, all right. All right, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, back to Jim McMillan. So um, he his his campaign slogan was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And he said it like three times in that clip. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I want to give a family food. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, he made sense. Um, funny thing about Jim McMillan, though. He hasn't paid rent in eight years. Because the rent's too damn high. Because the rent's too damn high. <laughs> but <laughs> he hasn't paid rent in eight years. Fuck that landlord. But do you want to know why? Seriously, you want to know why? That's why. He hasn't paid rent in eight years because he thinks it's unjust that his landlord's able to collect that kind of rent from him. So wow. he just hasn't paid it eight years. And and they're not kicking him. They haven't. He's not been evicted. Wow. So well, uh, he's technically, like I said, a celebrity living in this. Well, I mean, he's living by his own credo, right? Yeah. Like, I ain't paying that rent. Rent's too damn high. Um, very liberal, semi-serious gubernatorial candidate. So now, when I say semi-serious gubernatorial candidate, what you heard in that clip was him on stage with the now governor of New York, Cuomo. He actually qualified for debates. 
That's dope. Jim McMillan was a legitimate third party candidate who got Cuomo's a legitimate share of votes. Yeah, maybe. They agreed with each other on stage. Cuomo got a kick out of it. He was laughing the whole time. But McMillan was serious. He was a serious government well, uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, governor candidate we think multiple times. We think he's funny, but there's like we both agreed upon that he, because he is serious, he did make sense. Yeah. Um, also, on his website, he, he, he ran on a platform that he did not need a single vote from upstate New York. Basically, he said, everyone in upstate New York, fuck you. Because they're rich. Yeah. And on his campaign page, upstate New York has a big red X through it. And it's basically just New York City in Long Island that he's campaigning. <laughs> That's for. awesome. I love it. Um, he also supports LGBT. Uh, and and he, he, he made that clear by saying, if you want to marry a shoe, I'll marry you. That was his response. So, hey, you want to marry a shoe? Whatever, man. He doesn't care. Marry shoes, people. That's what animals. I say. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Uh, and then on, on trans individuals. Um, what are those people that want to marry trees? Yeah. Hey, Jim like, That's fucking weird. I'm like, you want to marry a tree? Come see me. I'm like, whatever, dude. Whatever why? floats your boat. You know why? Because the rent's too damn high. You said it, brother. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go a little, we're going to take a little dark turn here. Yes. Um, so this next guy is a piece of shit uh, <laughs> through and through. His name oh, is, I'm sorry. His name I thought is, you thought it meant it was a d- the different guy. No, Lyndon LaRouche. Oh, this guy. Yeah, this guy sucks. This guy's a fuck. Um, so Did Lynn, he just die? He died in 2019. He lived to be 96 because the worst people always live the longest. What a fuck. Um, that is, by the way, that is true. The worst people on earth never yeah, die. Yeah, they never it's die. fucking amazing. And really good people do. Yeah. So, of course, he lived to be 96. And really talented Because the world do. needed 96 years of Lyndon LaRouche. Of, of, yeah, well... Um, so Lyndon LaRouche. kind of like that other douchebag there. Um, Donald Trump. <sighs> David Duke. Yeah, he's a douchebag. He's not that old. No, I was thinking of Soros. Oh, well, he's never been a serious candidate, though. No, he's not a candidate. He's just a douchebag. Maybe. He's, is he that old? Yeah, he um, he was. Uh, I'm going to have a Reese's. He was. Um, Yay. <laughs> he was in World War II, dude. Wow, he's that old? Yeah. Holy shit. Is he alive? Yeah. Huh. Still has I think his... he's dead. No, he still has all his faculty. No, I think he's dead. No, he didn't die. Really? I thought his son was like running the company. Now. His son is running the company. Wasn't his son married to um, yeah, wow, he Chelsea is Clinton? He's 89. His real name is Schwartz Georgi. Yeah, he's a he's fucking... His real name is fucking Gestapo Hitler. <laughs> wow. That's an unfortunate combination. <laughs> Um, all right, so Lyndon LaRouche uh, ran for president eight consecutive times starting in 1976. Uh, he skipped a year, and his last presidential run was in 2008. 2008 is notable because uh, Lyndon LaRouche claims that he's a Democrat, which makes even less sense than... He is not a Democrat. It makes dude. even less sense than President in our body saying that he's a Democrat, okay? Uh, Lyndon LaRouche is a Holocaust denier. He claimed that everything evil came from Jews, including drugs, Satanism and curiously guarantee he's friends with he was friends with fucking Soros. <laughs> Listen, I don't want I don't want this to turn into Alex Gar- Jones show. Guarantee. Okay? Um but he also said that Alex Jones. He was on the Alex Jones show. Oh he was, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Alex Jones was a big proponent of his. Yeah. Shocking. Um <laughs> so drugs, Satanism, and curiously, the KGB, you know. The out Russian of, out of a shadow blue sky. <laughs> apparently the Jews invent which really would be detrimental to themselves. Exactly. Uh, odd. 
He was sentenced to 15 years in prison in 1989 for an IRS fraud scheme um, because he intentionally defaulted on $30 million in loans. And he still ran for president in 1992. He's the only person ever to run for president while incarcerated. Well, that just goes to show you what the fuck is going on in this world, huh? In 2008, <laughs> his campaign released official images, like for ads, depicting Barack Obama with a Hitler mustache. Oh, I see. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. was like, what the fuck is that all about? Um, he believed that the Queen of England... <laughs> this is the best. And this isn't the clip we're going to play, but he believed that the Queen of England had an agenda to reduce the world's population, and due to that agenda, she perpetrated... The 9-11 attacks. No, she she literally wanted to commit. Uh, he said that her agenda was to to basically um, do, uh, what, what is it called? Genocide. Yeah, she was a genocidal maniac she, yeah. because she wanted That's to reduce said, yeah, the yeah. world's population. What a fucking tool. Um, so I want to pull up his election results while I'm talking here. Uh, he believed that Henry Kissinger uh, was a child molester. And he believed that Sandy Hook never happened. Um, for those Which you, is really interesting because that was recent. Yeah, for those of you who live in a fucking cave, um, San, Sandy Hook was the mass shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. Yep. Um, in, in in which twenty students were were murdered, like elementary school students. Yeah. And Alex Jones of Infowars, the the biggest piece of shit to ever walk the planet, who is now actually facing legal charges for peddling absolute insanity to the point where he's getting charged with like like public riot like like inciting a riot good he's been denying sandy hook with the support of of this guy um saying that the, the children are actors the parents are paid actors and that it's like an insurance scheme uh, so scam fucked up dude. and that it's a false flag attack to like control guns that's literally alex jones's position and landon larouche agrees with this well he doesn't anymore because he's fucking dead so just to really really drive the point on how fucking decrepit and, and miserable we should be as a country in 2004, this guy raised $10.2 million um, on his own for his campaign. And he received 1.35% of the vote in the primary. So that doesn't sound like a lot, but it is, but that means that like roughly one out of every 70 people follow this voted for this guy in a primary election. What the fuck is what? So yeah, uh, this guy is trash and he's notable. Like there's a lot of guys like this. There's a lot of like fringe candidates that are super racist, like David Duke, who are like, like he's a white supremacist. He's proud. Of I it. know who he is. He's a piece um, of shit, but he's not like a, he's not like a real candidate. This guy raised millions of dollars. Yeah, and he ran Actually, how many times? Eight in a row. Eight fucking times. And every time he raised multi-millions of dollars and he received like more than 1% of the vote. In the what primary. was the last time he ran? Was he, well, 2019, he got, uh, right? 2016. 2016. Yep. So let's play. Uh, so this is a little bit long. Um, so just, just, to but I want you to, I want to listen is, is to he, it. is he actually, did we get a clip of him speaking uh, or is part this, of it is the clip. So this is from vice. Uh, he's he's did, a, like, he's cre- sounds creepy as shit. Too. Yeah. So there's a part of him. He, he, he didn't really do a lot of public speaking later in life. So the clip in here is from, uh, like I think the eighties, but he definitely had like a real distinct voice. Like he, he talked with like a lot of diction. Yeah. Like really powerful kind of voice and like um so this clip is from vice and this was like part of a documentary on like these fringe candidates so so let's uh, gotta give vice credit for that one yeah it's hard to pin down exactly what larouche believed 
but it seemed to boil down to the idea of an all-consuming imperialist conspiracy led by the British Crown. According to LaRouche's sprawling theory, the Queen is bent on reducing the global population. As part of that dark plot, she orchestrated 9-11 through her Saudi proxies. So that's kind of, that's my favorite conspiracy theory, yeah. but we have one more. LaRouche, whose political following bordered on a cult, ran for president eight times, in between which he served prison time on federal mail fraud charges. His campaigns never had a shot at legitimacy. Mondale is not simply a KGB agent of the ordinary sense, of course. Mondale is jointly owned by the left wing of the Socialist International and the grain cartel interests. Yeah, so what he's saying there is that Walter Mondale, who's the candidate for president, was essentially a KGB agent. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and you can tell by like the tonality of his voice. I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of Walter Mondale. Well, no, I mean, yeah, and he lost. Right, but... Embarrassingly. But he wasn't anything like that. But, it, you know, it, it, it's 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 really something. I mean, and unfortunately, there's not a lot of clips that exist of some of his, like, more insane theories. Like, he didn't... They're public, out there somewhere, dude. Well, they probably are, but he didn't really publicly say that he was, like, a Holocaust denier. He just implied it, and, like, he, his advertising would imply it. Um, he did appear on Alex Jones's show multiple times. Um, but I don't want to play those clips because no. honestly, I'll fucking end up breaking this roadcaster. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so this guy sucks. Um, yeah, fuck him. I would put him in our roundup for super Tuesday, but honestly, man, I don't think no, he's uh, dead. I, he shouldn't get the, oh, he's dead. So, so if yeah. you're dead, you're not qualified, right? It's just correct. Yes. All right. Um, so moving on to, uh, uh we, get, we get two more. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Jay, Jay saw something. <laughs> But we're not we're not there quite. I'm yet. excited because it's um really fucked up and it's something that my character from my stage production would absolutely find intriguing. So Jello Biafra. This guy kills me. His name is Jello. Um Jello was the Dead Kennedy's frontman. Um, Who by the way, I kinda like some of the Dead Kennedy shit. Yeah. I mean, so do I. We actually Pretty. it's funny, Gina literally just got a Dead Kennedy's album. Oh, really? Yesterday, it's sitting on my coffee table. Yeah, it's like some of this shit was really good. Um, so he attempted to become the candidate for Green Party in 2000, but he lost out to Ralph Nader, who... Good, old, mean, good old Ralph Nader. Good old Ralphie, who stuck around. Another guy that lived until like he was like 95 and fucking years old. worked in Washington um, that long. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Jello Biafra has a lot of interesting, uh, interesting viewpoints. Um, he wants to lower the minimum voting age to five. That's right. You heard it. Five years of age. Can you? How do you even explain politics to a five-year-old? Well, there are some, start with the basics. There are some candidates that, that today that want to lower the uh, the voting age to what was it, fifteen, but and the driving age to sixteen. Okay. No, no, uh, thirteen. What? Somebody had said that 13, well, the driving age is more dangerous to me than the voting thing. But yeah. Yeah. I'm like sitting there going, are you out of your fucking mind? But even a 15 year old, like <coughs> while I don't think a 15 year old should have much of a voice in how the country is run. Um, it's better than a five year old. At least a 15 year old, like has made social contacts. And yeah. But even if you ask a 15 year old, understand like the news, that's what they get. The news. They don't really understand what. Yeah, there's not a lot of critically thinking. Like I didn't. Hours. I didn't really start thinking about politics until my father threatened to cut my hair and threw me out of the house unless I voted. 
Um, well, and I was 18 years old and good American. Yeah. Well, that was just it. And so that's when I started to delve into like what the hell was going on in the world. And then I realized like, Hey, I really need to vote. Yeah. You know? So if, if, at five years old, Jay, would you be able to vote for president? <laughs> I want president big boy. <laughs> Oh my god. Mom, how do you spell big boy? <laughs> oh, I mean, it. come on. Uh, he Dude. wanted he wanted to completely abolish the military. Is Bonnie running for president? <laughs> I love you. You, you love, love me. me. We're I want president Bonnie. <laughs> and his running mate baby bop. Oh my in, god. In, and uh and what was the frog's name from Gullah Gullah Island? That's a pretty good Binya Binya. That's a good show. Yeah, my daughter loved that show. I did too. Yeah, I was really into good it. It's kind of an underground sort of show. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I mean I mean underground like Harry Tubman. What was that? What was that move? What was the, the show back in the day, The Dinosaurs? Oh yeah, dude. I'm the baby, got a lot yeah, of me. The- I have a friend who looks just like that baby. Oh my I'm dead serious. I have a I have an adult friend who looks just like the baby from Dinosaurs. That's fucked up. I'll show dude. I'll show you them later. Oh my god! Remind me after the show. Wow. Do they know that? Do I, they listen I, to the show? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> that is for me to know, and for me to, and you to know after the show. What ends. do you used to say? You used to say, "I'm the baby. Gotta love me." Yeah, but then you used to say, "Who's the Who's the mommy? Who's the mama? Who's the mama? Yeah. What? No. What's the mama? What's the what? No, I forget to. Also, it just reminded me of like I'm the mama. That's what he used to say. Was, I'm the mama. It was just so fucking weird because the the, the father Dude, the claymation or whatever the fuck it was. No, they were puppets. Were they puppets? Yeah, they were they were people they dressed were impressive up. Impressive puppets. They were dressed up in, in like the father. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Really? They, they were life size puppets that people got into and, and like the father was a fucking dinosaur with a cigar hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, I loved him. Yeah, he was awesome. That show was so great. It was what so, the fuck? How do we get here? I don't know. Uh, Jello, Biafra. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, because five year olds. Five year olds are going to vote. Yeah, yeah, for the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, he wants to abolish the military, which is probably a bad idea. <coughs> now, um, I'm of the mind that we spend too much money on the military, but abolishing it is probably not a good idea. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, he wants to withdraw from NAFTA and the World Trade Organization. Well, that's gone now anyway, so. Well, I, th- I think he would also want to withdraw from the. Uh, Mexico, Canada, what the fuck's it called now? I don't know. Fucking MTSMCY. Yeah, USMCA. Yeah, equals square. USMCA. (laughs) The United States Mexico Canada Agreement. Mm. Yeah. Great. We're fucking. Sounds like a fucking basketball team. Yeah. The USMCA basketball (laughs) team. Um, So he chose, this is my favorite one. Um, He chose as his running mate, Mumia Abu Jamal, um, who was convicted of murder in 1982 for killing a police officer. So oh. he actually uh, chose him as a, as his running mate while he was incarcerated for murdering a police officer. Was he a friend of his or something? Or? Uh, no, he was just an anarchist, and he he liked him. Yeah. Okay. Um, he wanted wanted to legalize every single drug. He thought that that was the approach toward, um, tr- like lowering the rates of drug use. Which I think there's some validity in there somewhere. I mean, that's not to that extent, but I I do think that a lot of like mainstream candidates feel. That if you loosen drug laws or like focus on rehabilitation instead of incarceration, 
you could lower drug usage rates. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not saying that this is my opinion. I'm just saying that that is a mainstream talking yeah, I, I know. that I, comes I, up from time I to time. I listen to Buttigieg. How do you say his name? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Come on. You can say his name right. Don't Bo- be an asshole. Buttigieg. Don't be an asshole. I said it right. Buttigieg. Just right. <laughs> just don't be fucking Dude, cockbag. Just I try to say name. his name and I fuck it up all the time. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Good enough. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're saying it like a fucking Indian chief, but all right. Um, <laughs> let's play a clip from Jello. Jello, Jello has a YouTube channel, and he starts off every show by pulling his shirt forward toward the camera, where it says WWJD. But get this: here's the rub. The J isn't Jesus. It's Jello. It's Jello. What would what Jello, would Jello do? do? Here we go. And now it's time for another edition of What Would Jello Do? Yay. The rock star has struck again. Going back on yet another thing that seemed like a no-brainer. That was Barack Star, by the way. Change, namely a full-on crackdown on medical marijuana, well-planned and extremely nasty at all levels. Extremely to try nasty. To wipe out medical marijuana clinics. In other words, a vicious, multi-pronged attack trying to kill an entire industry that's making a lot of money for state treasuries right in the middle of a depression. Brilliant. In California, they're estimating that the Obama raids are going to cost the state as much as 50 to $100 million in lost revenue right at a time when everybody says, oh, we have to cut the budget for everything, we have no money. All right, lots to unpack with that one. I would just like to... Say one thing. What depression was there? It well, was a, it was a semi recession. So that clip was recorded in 2010, right? Which was at the tail end of of the Great Recession, is what they call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't a depression. No, I, I think you're at semantics. I, I think he meant the events of 2007. You know what's funny about Jello? Like the, that, it, <laughs> that it jiggles. Yeah, it, the, the consistency <laughs> is very interesting. No, but the, how does it hold together like that? <laughs> the funny thing about him Who is... Who wants to be a billionaire? <laughs> Sorry, I was doing a Regis accent. I could see that, yeah. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, the thing about him is, obviously, he was in a band called the Dead Kennedys. And we know what the Dead Kennedys were about. It was about... Anarchy. Well, it was about the Kennedys. The Kennedy... The, yeah, the family it was the, about, oh, like, like anti-establishment. Anti-establishment. Yeah. So, I mean... Technically, him running for president or even... It isn't surprising. Exactly. Yeah. That's, my, that's my point. But it's insane. I mean, like... <laughs> He's insane. But, but like... Hey, let's pick this running mate that's saying, murdering people. The thing people... He's like, the decisions he, the, the, these people make to just sink their campaign. Well, yeah. Like, of all the running mates in the world... <laughs> I would love to run for president. Yeah, me too, actually. I think I mean, it would be have, fun. This show would sink us. Oh, I, I, I would be, how quickly do you think my campaign would have to answer for belligerence? Oh my God, dude. Within hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. You, you once you could, said that old people, uh, quote, didn't want to give any water to them blackies. Do you care? Yeah. Do you get to explain that quote? Well, you know, you could just turn around and pull a Reagan and just say, um, I don't recall. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah. There you uh, go. It depends on what your definition of is. is. I would, I would, I would take away the fifth amendment. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, just take it away. See ya. 
That's what my my campaign. Flip that pencil over and erase it out of the Bill of Rights. Yeah, that's what my campaign would run on. Erasing the the Fifth Amendment because you have to fucking say everything. Fucking President Jay just sitting in the Oval Office with a big eraser in the Bill of Rights. Come in, everybody. Come in, gather up. Not a a pen to sign things. A gigantic gigantic eraser. Goofy eraser. It's like one of those big pencils, the fucking big novelty pencils. And you're just like, ah. Uh, fuck! Fuck you! Fuck everybody! And then I'd pass fuck them Congress. out. I pass them out to everybody. Yeah, here's a memorial pencil, <laughs> like fuck Pelosi everybody. did. Here's here's the Bill of Rights. Uh, you just erase it. You start like ripping through the page. It's like uh, uh, no more Fifth Amendment. Because fuck you. And uh, the the there will be more to come. Yeah, I have to read through them first. Yeah, uh, I'll see if there's anything else I have to edit <coughs> on this <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's Jello Biafra. Which I'd, like, I'd erase. I'd erase John Hancock's signature from the Declaration and put my own in. Mm. Um, I mean, it, it's the biggest one. Well, that's why. Oh well. <laughs> excuse me. Um, if you're interested in Jello Biafra, so the problem with, well, first of all, what he said in that clip was basically that Obama was ordering raids of medical marijuana facilities, which was true. Yeah. Ten years ago, at the beginning of of legalizing marijuana. It wasn't to the scale that he's implying, no. but there were a few California dispensaries. And some of the dispensaries were actually run by the cartel. Yes. That's why he and, was and having it, them raided. Well, there was a lot of like, so now, even though it's still federally illegal, there's a ton of regulation around it. And, you know, that was the very beginning. And I think it was just a government overreaction. But that you could say that about so many things. Yeah. You can say that about le- making marijuana illegal in the first place. No, exactly. Um. It was a reaction to the hemp industry yep, um, or the paper industry feeling that the hemp industry was a threat to them. Yeah. So they lobbied the government. Um, so fucking stupid. But anyway, the problem with Jell-O, is that it's so bouncy. <laughs> no. The problem with Jell-O Biafra is that- Do you know does, Jell-O used to be made right here in uh, in Woburn, Mass? Really? Uh, yeah. It was the uh, the um, General Foods plant was here in uh, Woburn, Mass, right on Montville Ave. I thought Bill Cosby made it in his bathtub. Oh, no. He made a lot of things in his bathtub, he but made, it wasn't Jell-O. Jell-O. <laughs> I mean, not the kind you're used to. <laughs> Jell-O shots, anyway? Hey, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine waking up with Bill Cosby on top of you. Hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> we did that the exact oh same God. time. Um, but anyway, the problem with Jell-O Biafra is that there's so many clips. He has this thing that what would Jello do? And there's like a hundred YouTube videos. So if you're really interested, he he has a video about everything, all the way up to like the impeachment. Yeah, this one. So he's still doing it. He's um, um he's I couldn't possibly dude. wrangle that down into. We could do a whole podcast. I was actually shocked when you told me. I asked you the numbers of of what his um his following was on YouTube. Nineteen thousand. Yeah, which I mean is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it really isn't. Well, I'm sure the dead Kennedys have more. I think his channel, it's called something weird, politically motivated. Well, see, the thing that, that kills me is punks that listened to, back in the day, Ted Kennedy's were a huge band, and they were they were one of the one of the biggest bands around back oh, yeah. then. Um, people that were punks back then didn't like shit that he's spewing out right now. So I'm just saying, maybe that's why he's not widely watched. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think his channel, that channel anyway, is so politically motivated and so out in left field yeah. that, you know, 
Um, it's like it's like Papa John having his own channel. I mean, being a punk is is being against the establishment anyway. So why would you want to listen to somebody ramble on about the aesthetics of being a punk? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, so Jay, we got one more, and yes. I know you've been chomping at the bit for this guy. Um, we're gonna play a clip, and I want to give credit to Matthew Ma- Matthew Matthew Santoro uh, on YouTube. So Matthew Santoro, really interesting channel, actually. Great job, too. Um, you know, kind of just like an educational channel, kind of politically motivated, but really just a lot of like weird, interesting facts about like history and presidential candidates and like things people are sued over and like law. It's an interesting channel. Anyway, Matthew Santoro, he did this video back in February of 2017 called the 10 Most Ridiculous Presidential Candidates in History. And in that video, he talks about <clears throat> Jonathan Albert, the impeeler, Impaler. 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 Sharky. Um, Basically like Vlad the Impaler. He's a vampire. Uh, He claims he is, yeah. He practices vampirism. Yeah. So I was intrigued by this tonight because I used to play a vampire in a show that I was in called Awake in the Night. And one of the things that you'll hear in this (laughs) clip um, about what this man actually practices uh, cannot possibly be true because I'll explain after. Um, so he ran in 04 and 08 as independent and as a Republican in 2012. Um, this is a man who... He was a professional wrestler, the Impaler. He was a professional wrestler. Um, he received restraining orders from two different 16-year-old girls. <coughs> yeah. Which is probably... It's probably a lot to unpack there. Yep. Um, and he wanted to ban abortions and ban teaching evolution, but... He mm-hmm. wants to torture, impale, and decapitate criminals. Uh, you'll hear a lot more in the clip. Let's play it. Number eight is Jonathan Albert, the Impaler Sharky. Jonathan Sharky is an ex-professional wrestler known as the Impaler who ran for president as an independent twice, once in 2004 and again in 2008 before running for the Republican candidacy in 2012. When he isn't trying to become president, the Impaler seems to spend his days trying to win an imaginary contest for most despicable person on the planet. You see, Sharky has received two separate restraining orders from 16-year-old girls and practices actual vampirism. Yep. But Matt, what does that mean? It means that the Impaler drinks human blood as well as cow and pig blood twice a week because he likes it. He says that if he were president, he would ban abortions and teaching evolution, but he does want to be able to torture, impale, dismember, and decapitate certain criminals. You know what? Let's just make sure that the military policies and nuclear codes of America stay away from a guy who likes torture and drinking blood. Sound good? Okay. Now... Woo. Um, so yeah, um, technically human beings can't consume human blood. Uh, they can't, they can drink cow blood and pig blood. Yes, you can, but human blood for some weird reason, you, some weird reason. Well, because you're not supposed to, because, uh, no, but there is, don't do it. There is something, um, in the human stomach that doesn't allow that to digest and you actually vomit it up. So in my, uh, Research about vampire vamp, oh vampirism. Uh, oh, where where is this going? I you know I used to try it. No, no, no. I never did that. That's disgusting. Um, but I just I researched. I came up with a formula to suppress the vomit. I've always been interested in vampires going back since I was a kid uh, with Dracula and stuff. So I read a lot about this stuff, and there are people out there like this guy who actually try to do that. Now I don't know if he actually did that or not. It says he did it, it twice said, a week. Well, whatever. I mean, I guess he you know he. I mean, how do you verify that? I mean, I know you can drink. Where do you get it? 
uh, actually the people that I maybe that's why you had the restraining orders. <laughs> the people that no, actually the people that I found out some people in New Orleans that claim to be vampires. Um, they get their stuff at blood banks. Human blood? Human blood. How do you just walk into a blood bank? Don't you have to be no, like a medical professional? It. Oh. So, yeah. So it it's just interesting. I don't really believe it. I don't believe that that's a true thing. Go in for like, go, go into like a uh, dialysis clinic and just put your mouth under the tap. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. <laughs> Listen, I need this money. You do. <laughs> You're fucking dead anyway. Hey, we have one of those right behind us, actually. Yeah, well, wait. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> no, it's just fucked up. Like, and I and, and I remember when my daughter, um, and I told you this story, my daughter had her wisdom teeth out, and I, my daughter's handicapped, and um, she has to be put down, you know, to sleep. Oh, Jesus. And that, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But no, so they, the, in order for them to operate on her anyway, they, they have to put her to sleep, so... Uh, when she came to, she ingested a lot of her own blood because her gums were bleeding a lot. And she got up to go to the bathroom and she threw up the blood all over the poor nurse's shoes. And the nurse was great. She goes, because of the children's. And she goes, don't worry, I got plenty of sneakers in my locker. This happens all the time with the kids, right? And I asked her, I said, is she okay? And she said, the human body, she's the one that actually had told me that at first. She said, the human body can't digest their own your, your own blood or human blood she said huh. you'll auto, automatically throw it up huh. um so it was very interesting you know so anyway. gross yeah so i i, I mean i i, I kind of think this guy's fascinating actually but uh i mean i know yeah. you'd vote for him would you vote for him? no i wouldn't vote for him why on the on the, the 16 year old thing or? yeah that and and he's just a fucking nutbag dude like i think i think president uh uh what's his name booty our body, President uh, R. Body. I body, right? D D I. Yeah, I like Bodhi, him. Maybe Bodhi. Yeah, Bodhi. Bodhi. I like him, and I like um, I like the uh, the 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 bootheaded guy. I, I I don't know, man. I think Jimmy McMillan. I right, yeah, 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 yeah. Underdog. Yeah, he's here. definitely uh, he's 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 a dark horse candidate. We got to find out. We ask people if you listen to the show, message us and put your vote in. Yeah, put your vote in. Tell us if there's any other candidates that that you are aware of. Uh, any other like fringe people and like we didn't go back too far. I think you know Linda LaRouche has been around since the seventies, but other than him, most of the guys we talked about are um more modern, yeah, nineties like and two thousands. So even you know, going back if there's other candidates that we missed that are interesting, send them our way. I'm because, sure there's a uh, lot of them. We're gonna put some brackets together and I think we're gonna like do I this think tournament be cool. style. But I think it'd be cool if people, you know, we we go all the way out to, you know, November. And and actually hold a real election uh, on our show to see who won. So we're gonna call it Stuper Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna play it just like Super Tuesday, where the candidates that get the most number, of, the top two delegate counts, are the ones that will be running for the next uh, for the next eight months on belligerence until the election in November. That'd be awesome, man. And then we'll we'll try to actually have a ballot. Yeah, that people can vote on for the next fringe alternate reality candidate of yeah. the United States. That's awesome. Uh, this was fun. Yeah, it was cool. I really, I really enjoyed this. Jay. I laughed a lot, yeah, actually. This was, this was, this was a good time. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's all I've, that's all I've got for the people today. Jay, you got anything else? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Please go on to, uh, Spotify and, and, uh, check out Echo Craft. Uh, that's, uh, my solo project for my, uh, electronic music. Check it out. Please. Listen to it. I'm begging people to listen to my stuff. Jesus. Just 
hat in hand. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Please, sir. It's a, it's a plead. Um, a dollar for the poor. Uh, I actually am not asking you to buy it. Six just listen to it. for the poor. So Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, you know uh, where streaming is uh, basically found. Anything, that, uh, types of streaming uh, services you listen to, I'm on. Echo Craft with a K. Craft macaroni and cheese. This is why. This is why you don't do reads. And and by the way, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, well, I wasn't done yet. <laughs> I was I was gonna endorse you and say it's good. Okay, it's great. You should listen to it. Right. I was gonna try to clarify that you're on Spotify and Apple Music primarily. Search for Echo Craft. E C H O K R A F T. Like the mac and cheese, uh, but it's good stuff. And you know, give Jay a listen and maybe a download. Maybe thank a kiss. you. I said it to be handy. What? I just want you to love me, Scrub Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Fuck off.